What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Three Guys from the South Side. My name is Mike Merrick, coming to you live from Dallas, Texas. Oh, man, guys, college football, I just, I, I feel alive. I feel alive again. Uh, Davey Locks, Chicago, Illinois. How are you feeling after that first week of, of college football? A lot to digest. A lot of ups, a lot of downs. Obviously, I'm Davey Locks because I'm the only one that had a winning record with my locks last week. It was a fun weekend, and it's just been eye-opening because it's just a reminder that we've got to move our finances in the right place if we're <laughs> going to survive this entire season. Um, but yeah, luckily, luckily, you did win our pool despite being 0-3 with your best bets. Um, and luckily, you saved us all $5 by being late, but never again per blaze. True, true. Never again. Uh, that one's on me. I did actually come out on top on Saturday, uh, that Oklahoma first half, but I got, I, I, I was on the, on the good, on the right side of that one, thankfully, but boys, how's class going, man? Week three, are we hitting the books? So what, what are midterms? <laughs> Honestly been pretty busy. Um, but, uh, when's I have no class today, so caught up on a bunch of stuff, but, uh, oh. class any day. Boom. Oh, look at you, but no, it's going well. <laughs> Just actually went to um, an info session, so things are looking good. Um, Stanford sucks. I'm down to two stacks of high society, so got some bullets left to play with, but we're getting a little low. What were you thinking there? I was all over K-State. Who'd have thought David Shaw burned us again? But I blame myself because you had so much money on it that you convinced me that maybe I was missing something, and it actually made me back off my never again list, which, you know, I, I got to live and I got to learn not to do that. But I had a little bit of a taste on it with you. So I, t- I didn't hurt nearly as bad. But I do have to say the funniest thing I uh, experienced all weekend was when you got like some big bonus on betting uh, the money line, even money on Notre Dame. And Hep was like, wait a minute, how did you get that? And you're like, I lost a fucking grand on Stanford. What do you mean how did I get that? <laughs> and, and then and Merrick, Dave Hep and Mullen got the same exact fucking promo. We didn't oh, get as much geez. as you. I only got fifty bucks. Thank God for I that. Did too. I only got fifty with that too. Thirty-eight to twenty at with the end of the third quarter. That turned a good week into a decent week, and it could have turned a good week into a great week. No, Where's... yeah, it is what it is. John Rom won me some money back. There's another big promo with DK that keeps reeling us back in, but um, slow and steady. But who knows what the hell's going to happen? We'll see how it goes. But week two, I'm excited. Um, I got some inside news, too, I think, for Line-Eye football. So let's get this started. Oh, boy. Hey, but before we get into this week's stuff, uh, Davey, I, I, I will say I loved your Texas bet on Saturday. I hopped on that for, for a half unit, just a, just a little taste, you know, just a little something to wet the beak. Uh, God. But records, though, how do we finish overall with not only with the locks, but also, too, with, with, our, with all of our picks from last week? Uh, yeah, we'll go uh, worst to first here. Mike Merrick, 0-3, Ohio State first half. Wasn't even really close. Uh, it looked good early, 10 rip, but then Minnesota came storming back before Ibrahim got hurt. DJ Stroud is horrible. <laughs> the, the OU minus 31 like looked okay in the first half, and then Tulane made it made it close again. And then the one that wasn't even close, didn't even George get a sniff, over. was the UGA Clemson over. Oh, my God. One. That went flying under. We talked about Blaze's only lock of the week. He was 0-1, Stanford plus 2.5. Davey locks, though, UGA plus 3.5. Uh, they don't ask how. They only ask how many. My spite pick, IU, that one wasn't even close. But that's You lost that the first minute of the game. That's why we threw a third bet in there, though, and went 2-1 and with my lock of the century of the week. That was Texas minus 8. 
I don't think I have anything I like as much as I like Texas last week, this week, but we'll, we'll find something out there. That's yeah, no, just a couple other things too. I, I would have been all over Michigan state against Northwestern, but I can't bet that legally here. And since I'm in school, I can't bet that on credit. That's a little, that's a, that's a little safeguard for me, third rail. And, um, I did have a feeling once Michigan State absolutely kicked the shit out of Northwestern, I knew my Stanford pick, just regression of the mean, was going to absolutely bust. But, my God, David Shaw is a spitting replica of Lovey Smith in the Midwest. Doesn't adapt, doesn't change. Is just growing an old, angry man, dying the way he thinks football should be played. And Stanford needs to get rid of him. Just never again. Welcome to the club. Now he's on the never again list. No, I saw a stat, Dave. They were losing the whole entire game, and it they ran the play clock to 27 seconds every time they – I'm like the ball. That is just absolutely insane. I don't understand. Well, yeah, just to wrap up some of our other stuff too. uh, Some of our other good plays. uh, Bama first half was a no doubter. Had that and two some of these other ones. Uh, The only other ones out there were really like we really whiffed on. Uh, North Carolina was a big whiff by us. I had LSU out there for a play. And the only other one that I had out there was if you got it at the right time, UCF. Was we, when we to- talked about them, they were four and a half. They moved all the way up to six. I uh, I bet them when they were at six, and they only won by five. So fantastic move there. Uh, bet them when you get them in early when the line's in your favor, and there's a lesson there. So hopefully we can learn. That's what we get for the weekly perennial this week, and we got value. Hey, I know. I mean, you never know. For having as many parlays as I did on Saturday, you would have been proud I actually hedged. I had two parlays that were leaning on the Georgia over. Uh, 200 would have paid about 12 and a quarter. Uh, and thank God I hedged, uh, cause yeah, Dave, as you mentioned, that game wasn't even freaking close to the over 10, three final that G- Georgia Clemson game. that Georgia defense looked fantastic. Um, they jumped up to number two, uh, in the AP poll. So, but look, before we get into the college football picks, please, you want to hit us with the perennial. What's what, what's it paying this week? How many McChickens? Yeah, so we're back for uh, 20 bucks. It's going to pay out, um, and I think this is a sign. $17,776.90. This country, July 4th, 1776. I think we're going to hit this 9-11 is Saturday. I haven't felt this confident in a weekly perennial in a, in a while, and I already got some good value on some of these plays. So let's, let's go from a chronological order. East Carolina minus two. Notre Dame minus 17.5 against Toledo. Iowa State minus three and a half. I already got a point there in value. Rice plus nine. That's one and a half points in value. Miami, Florida minus seven and a half. Arkansas plus six. Wisconsin minus 24. That's already up to 26 right now. Missouri plus five. North Carolina minus 25 and a half. And I can't believe I'm fucking doing this. Stanford plus 17 and a half against <laughs> USC. But that, game, but that game is at 935. That game is at 935. Listen to me. And every other game will be done by then. So when I'm nine and zero, I will 100 percent be live betting and doing a hedge of at least four thousand dollars. Hey, we we will be nine and zero because I'm throwing you another ten spot for the. Party. All right, I owe you fifty. I owe you fifty. I'll just send you forty. Perfect. So we're going to call the weekly perennial nine eleven because we're going to never forget the day that it hit. We're going to go ahead and call Stanford and David Shaw the Holocaust because we want it to never happen again. <laughs> never yes. again. But the thing is, I went back to David Shaw and Stanford. But interesting enough, I got value on that too. It's down to 16 and a half. So you keep, if you keep David Shaw on there, I'm just going to start calling your fucking weekly perennial Schindler's list. Never. Don't do it. 
Don't. No. This might be never again. But no, I feel good about this week. I don't know. I just I just got a feeling. But let's start off week two. Let's go, boys. We got college and NFL. Yeah. Oh, you said it. NFL's no back. No time to spare. No time to spare. NFL's back too. We're gonna get we're gonna get to that in a minute. But first, week two of college football. Dave, give the listeners your picks. Who do you like? Let, let, let's get things kicked off here. All right. Well, I'll go with a couple. Uh, I'll go with the game that's going to be first. Uh, UTEP and Boise State. That's they Thursday, play, correct? That's tomorrow. I believe they play. I believe they play Friday. Friday. Yeah. Friday. There's no college so, football because NFL owns tomorrow. That's right. So, so I got a couple of plays here. I got a, a decent amount of plays. Uh, UTEP plus twenty six is what I'm going with, just because I Boise State was in that game the entire way. But they were outgained 573 yards to 283 yards by UCF. And one of their touchdowns was a 100-yard interception return for a touchdown. That's just kind of fluky. They out-turnovered them 3-0. to zero. I don't see this happening again. UTEP. They're an underrated team. Isn't that good? And they were they were uh, the Brenna. They were a dustbin a couple of years ago, just complete trash. But I don't think that they're, they're 26 points worse than Boise State. So they're going to be my first bet of the week. Uh what else you what else you want? That's just that's just the taste on Friday to see how we we're doing, get the feet wet. All right, I can go. I got the next game on the list if we're going in chronological order. Yeah. I think Brandon Peters is gonna play on Saturday morning at Virginia. And I think the line right now is a line I plus ten, and that's with Kikowski yeah. playing. So I think we're gonna hear some late news early Saturday morning, like at eight or nine o'clock, that Brandon Brandon Peters is on the field taking snaps, throwing the ball, and he's gonna get the green light to play. I think that's at least one to two points like People can say Sikowski's numbers looked good, but I was at that game Friday. He missed so many freaking throws. I thought Alex Hepp was throwing to Mike Merrick for some of these touchdown catches. It was horrible. Absolutely atrocious. Like, the footwork, the throwing motion. Like, I thought he was throwing a baseball. It was disgusting. This is Brandon Peters' job back. I've called him Joe Burrow Light, and I think this will be a good game for Illinois to catch Virginia off guard on an early Saturday morning on the East Coast when no one's going to be in the stands like COVID last year. I like Illinois plus 10, and I'd sprinkle a little bit on the money line too. Hey, I I do – sorry to go back back in the chronological order here, but um, I do, talk me off the ledge here on taking the over in this Kansas-Coastal Carolina game on Friday. 52.5 points. Both teams hit the over seven times each last year. And God knows that that Kansas defense is – fucking atrocious well if you're looking for someone to talk you off of it i think you're in the wrong place because if there's two things that this podcast loves it's number one we love betting on friday games and getting action and if it's two we love getting drunk and betting overs and rooting for points <laughs> so i don't think I'm, you're gonna find anybody to talk you off at 52 <sighs> points just go there and root for touchdowns make sure that you're in a bar that's playing it Coast Carolina is favored by like 25 points. Yeah, Merrick, I think the only thing you got to worry about is, is, is Kansas going to score like – Can they? Can they put a few I, – I, I think they will. I, I think Mark Mangino, Todd Reesing ain't coming out of that tunnel. Hey, what was their over-under for wins on the year? One and a half? I think it was one a, and a half. Yeah. yeah, they have one. They won week one. If you bet the under on UConn, you might already cash and say lost the Holy Cross. Oh, dude, that's on my list of, of – uh, of plays this week, <laughs> thirty-three and a half. Yeah, I don't even think that's enough points for Purdue. I think Purdue's going to come out running. And UConn didn't play football last year. Uh, who is what's the name of the coach? You just said Randy it. Edsel. Just Randy Edsel. He was retired playing. at the end of the year, and he was just like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm not doing this. I'm out. Yeah, you know why? He realized in two weeks they have to go to Clemson and play. That game should be illegal. 
That's I bet you it'll be off the board. It's worse than playing an FCS team. Yeah, it's going to be absolutely. They should fold the program. Yeah, they're in the Big East now. They need to get rid of football. It's it's crazy. They were in the Tostitos Bowl, neck and neck with Oklahoma. I know. It wasn't that long ago. And they fell off the edge. But uh, Merrick, all right, me and Dave each got to pick. Give us one. Give us one for the listeners out there. Throw it on the board. Did you not just listen to anything? I just I just said Kansas in the over. Oh or, yeah, sorry. All sorry. right, we're, we're doing a snake draft. Give it. Sorry. Give it. Another one. Over on Kansas, uh, 52 and a half points. My next pick, we're going to go Saturday morning. We're going to go over to Columbus. Oh, boy. Ohio State, Oregon. I know a couple of, I, I know a couple friends are going to be in attendance, a.k.a. Juicy and uh, Patty. And oh, don't forget uh, Como Craig, too, Davey. Um, that's Craig. That, that, that's Craig. Hired. 14 and a half points. The over... I guys, I, I'm seeing the over at 63 and a half points. This is my lock of the week. I think the overs, no, no doubt going to hit Ohio state giving up that many points last week to Minnesota, um, Oregon, not looking great against Fresno state on defense. They, I think they, they squeaked out a win by, by 10, 34, 24. So, well, I think it's going to be a, a, a slug fest on offense. Uh, and I think the Buckeyes, uh, I think the Buckeyes are going to win. Uh, I don't know if they're going to cover the 14 and a half, but I do like the over 63 and the hook. Uh, so two overs, two, I guess, public pick favorites for me uh, to start the Saturday. But no, yeah, I don't even think that's a public pick. It's more so like, my God, the Pac-12 North, what an absolute dumpster fire. Like that reminds me of the Big Ten West like eight years ago, just hor- horrendous performance in week one. They're going to put up so many points. That Ohio State secondary, man, those guys are freaking bad. And the thing is, there was a couple PIs that the refs let them go because they're Ohio State. That game could have been a lot closer and a lot more high scoring, even though they put up like 70 combined. I, I'd go with the over on this one. I'd feel more confident in that than the Kansas Coastal Carolina one. Well, I'll tell you, after watching Ohio State on Thursday night, uh, Blaze, you texted me and said, like, I, I think we almost have to bet Oregon this week. But then Oregon went out there and laid an egg, too. Yeah. So I don't it's think like I, don't think I want to touch it at all now. How hard is it for um, states with the letter O that have good football programs to find a freaking quarterback? Like, C.J. Stroud, I couldn't get over some of those throws. Like, he could be one of the Heisman this year. And I'll still say he sucks because I witnessed that first half against. Yeah, Minnesota. he kind of figured it. They kind of figured it out a little bit. He had a couple of really nice throws, but holy cow, are some of those in the first half? But the thing is, that bad. defense is not even good. Like they're gonna if they play a team like Michigan State, who I think is good this year, or like Penn State or Wisconsin, he's not gonna have that much time back there to throw the ball. That's that's just the thing with me. Like, okay, it was his first game, but that's gonna be the, one of the easiest defenses he plays all year. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see how they make adjustments, both on offense and defense, because um, they did not look great uh, last Thursday. But, uh, look, I got I got one more, uh, and then we'll go around for our final picks. Uh, Miami. I think I think the Hurricanes are, are going to bounce back here. Uh, they didn't look great, obviously, against Bama, who looked – I mean, Bama looked like Bama. They lost all of their starting – you know, specialty players and just reloaded and looked fantastic. But I think they bounced back this week. I think they cover the nine and a half. I, th- I think they're at home. They got Appalachian State. But I, that's a that's a, a warm up game uh, for for what they've got coming the rest of the season. So uh, look, I I love Miami uh, minus nine and a half. You you can you can chalk that one up on the scorecard there, Davey. 
I'm with Merrick. I'm like that pick. I like that pick too. And um, in case you didn't remember from the podcast last season during football, I love teams that are due and don't cover the spread week one. And so we're going back to the same exact well doing that again. Um, I'm taking Notre Dame minus 17. I think they're going to absolutely dome rush Toledo. I think Notre Dame was a little shell shocked with that crowd at Florida State that was absolutely wild and they weren't used to playing in front of that last year. So there's a little wake up call. They're going to be in front of a sold hot sold out house in South Bend, Indiana. And I think they're going to run Toledo out in the first half and it's not even going to be close. Take Notre Dame minus 17. And then I also want to take Wisconsin minus 26. Um, Graham Mertz, this is his do or die game. And I think um, Christ is going to want to run this score up as high as possible because the whole entire country saw Jack Cohn absolutely carry um, Notre Dame to a victory last, last Monday night, last Sunday night. I'm sorry. While Graham Mertz, Fumbled the ball on Penn State's one-yard line, ending up losing them the game. That guy is absolutely trash. Another quarterback that Lovey Smith um, made besides Mr. Trubisky, Graham Mertz. Um, I take Wisconsin minus 26. They run all over Eastern Michigan, and this game is 40 to nothing at halftime, and everyone forgets about Jack Cohn for a half. Sorry, you want those as your locks? Who do you like? Those are my locks. So I want. I, I love Notre Dame, too, for the same reasons. I want, I want a line eye plus 10, and I want a .5 unit on the money line. And then I want Notre Dame minus 17. And then I want Wisconsin minus 26. Those are my three locks. And I might add one for football when we get there, but I'm still on the fence. Then you want Wisco minus 26. So is there any other takes that you have out there? Because I've got like I've got like six games that I just want to touch on quickly and then I'll no, get yeah, so let's, let's touch on those games. We'll take a break from our locks and then you can give us your locks. So let's talk let's talk about those six games. All right. Quickly, I'll breeze through them kind of here. The first one, I, I'm not going to end up betting, but just like it, it, it's one of these that doesn't make sense. Tennessee at home getting three and a half against Pittsburgh. Tennessee's on one of those uh, never again lists just because I get burned every which way. Tennessee blew out Bowling Green and Pittsburgh blew out UMass. I don't know enough about either team. I Tennessee didn't cover Pittsburgh, did FYI. I just don't understand, though, why why Tennessee would be a dog at home. An SEC well, team I think the thing is Joe Milton was at quarterback in Michigan and he's starting now at Tennessee. And like, he isn't, I know they don't like him, but he's absolutely horrible. His accuracy is ridiculous. Um, so, so I think that's why Pitt's favorite and Pitt's defense will travel minus three. I think that's going to be a great um, color rush game. Tennessee has beautiful uniforms. Pitt's probably, I hope Pitt wears their old baby the blues. That'd be awesome. Yeah. Especially with the old cursive on the helmet. But uh, I take the ACC Whenever the North travels south to the Mason-Dixon line, I'm a little biased. Okay. A couple couple other ones here for you. Uh, Washington getting seven at Michigan. My only question on this is, let's say both – let's say Washington just wins and they win by like 10 against Montana. But Montana is a pretty good FCS team. Uh, what And they Washington turned the ball over three times. Michigan looked really good. Is Washington getting seven points at Michigan if those things, if things go kind of normal last week? No, because this was a game you could have bet on before the season started, and it was Michigan minus one. It's yeah. six points, and they lost. So it's man, too it's much. Been, it's, it's too, too much. much. It's too much. And Washington has a good defense, but my God, like how can you throw three picks against a one double A school? Like just ridiculous. I don't know. I'd stay away from that game. Obviously, I want the Big Ten to do good. But I can see Washington covering that seven. That's a big spread for an offense like Michigan that hasn't really shown they can um, play well against good competition. So that's my. Those are a couple other games. Uh, so two other games that I wanted to definitely bring up, and then a third. Uh, 
Georgia minus 24 and a half against UAB. UAB is not really that bad, but I just think Georgia after coming out and looking like shit on offense is going to want to run it up a little bit and at least give JT Daniels some comfort back there. Um, so I like them given 24 and a half. Uh, the two other games are actually two unders that I like the first one. Uh, the first one, not obvious that might be off people's boards. The second one, very obvious should be on everyone's board. Uh, New Mexico state versus New Mexico. New Mexico State in the two the games. Breaking Bad Bowl, I love it. So the New Mexico State, it's it's over under is, is 54 and a half. This is my first lock. So under 54 and a half. Uh, New Mexico State has played San Diego State and UTEP, and they've scored 10 points and three points. New Mexico played Houston Baptist and beat them 27-17. I can see this being the type of game where both teams turn it over like three or four times and nobody fucking scores. So that's just what this feels like. Purely a gut pick. We're going with it as a lock. I'm leading in the lock, so I've got room to spare against you, Mopes. So we're going to go in, <laughs> go ahead and make that a lock. The other lock that I'm going in with is in the over-under is Navy plays Air Force on Saturday. And uh, games between academy teams go under all the fucking time. All the time. Just love that, love the, that just play. blindly bet the under. It's 41. I don't know how to make that a lock, but I'm going to blindly bet the under on that. So Army Air Force or Navy Air Force under... 41 and then one other bet that i want out there but you can't bet it in illinois just because it feels like a trap wyoming is minus seven against northern illinois northern illinois beat georgia tech last week and wyoming only beat montana state by three wyoming is giving seven and it just feels and reeks like a trap bet where it's like if you watch the games or like just are casually watching what's going on with the scores it feels like there's no way Northern should be getting seven points at home, but it's just for whatever reason, it just smells super funny. So I would like Wyoming minus seven. Yeah, no, Northern Illinois has been a mess and Wyoming did lose to a bad team last week, but I think that's an overreaction line. I like Wyoming too. So those are, so I'm going to make those. If you guys are all blazes going with three locks plus an Illinois money line. Uh, my first lock is going to be that New Mexico, New Mexico state under 54 and a half. And my other one is going to be, I'm going to go ahead and take Wyoming minus seven there as my other as my other lock. Okay. Let's lock those in Merrick. Let's, let's put the attention back on you. I think one of the most exciting games we have this weekend, and I can't believe it's not a fucking night game is Iowa and Iowa state in uh, Ames, Iowa, Iowa, me and you called it. Iowa absolutely was going to steamroll Indiana, and they did from the start. We didn't think Penix Jr. was going to be healthy, and he didn't look healthy. And um, Iowa State definitely underperformed last week. So um, what do you think is going to be happening at Ames and 2.30 on Saturday? Give us the breakdown. 28-24, uh, good guys. Uh, look, I don't think we're going to – I think I think they're going to make adjustments from Iowa State standpoint. I don't think Brees Hall and, and Brock Purdy looked – uh, looked their best last week, and and you know, I, look, I think the Iowa defense played fantastic. I, I think uh, they're going to have a much much tougher week uh, against uh, those two guys uh, in Ames. Not to mention it's game day rivalry game. Like, like it's a, a ton of eyes on it. Regardless, um, I, I think uh, I think we we make a few mistakes on defense, but look, I, I think we we distributed the ball pretty well last week. I think we're going to do the same. We talked about Laporta last week. He, he he had six or seven catches. Uh, Goodson looked great, and and so did Petrus. You know, he, he made plays when he had to. So I'm biased. I like the Hawks. I'm not betting it. Last time I bet Iowa was against Stanford in that Rose Bowl, and we all know how that fucking ended. So look, never again. Go Hawks. 
I think I think we, we're going to take care of business in Ames. Merrick, I, I just can't see Iowa scoring 28 points on the road against that defense with that freaking quarterback. Like, he still threw two picks against Indiana, and, like, they did dominate the whole entire game, but Iowa had two pick sixes for touchdowns. I just don't know how they're going to get 28. Dave, what are you thinking? You're fading Iowa State just on principle to throw Merrick? I already did that last week. Uh, I'm not going to throw Iowa State in there as a lock. I've got my two locks that I'm going in there with. Uh, what, what's the line at? Is it seven? Four and a half. Four and a half. It opened oh, at four and four and a half. half. Never mind then. Yeah, I really love Iowa State. I'm going to go ahead and make them a lock of the <laughs> you week. Are such a troll. Iowa you State, Iowa State, Iowa State minus four and a half. Iowa State minus four and a half. Let's go ahead and lock that in. So let's go ahead and line that up. Let's you lock that in at four and a half. Seven points, knowing it was four and a half after I already did the weekly perennial, just let's, to get Merrick all riled up. Let's I go ahead and lock that in then. Brock Purdy, why would I bet with Iowa? So, hey, Blaze, what do you think my first two picks of the week this week are going to be in the pool? Um, Illinois and Illinois Iowa minus State. 10 and Iowa State minus four and a half. You guys can lock those in now. I'll pick the other eight when I see fit. Hey, hey! Didn't didn't you laugh about that that Utsa game against uh, for Illinois? And then and then oh, what happened last credit week? to me and Blaze. Neither of us picked that. Stay away. I actually said if I, I had know. to do it, I'd bet the over and the overhead. So basically, right, I won every bet besides Stanford last week. Davey, so why did you put so much? You should have spread out the love a little bit. Then what's the matter with you? I never like diversifying. Come on. I know, and then you're like, and then you you act like all casual, and all of a sudden you're just like, yeah, I'm like, we're gonna see who we like this week, and you're like, I hammered the Cowboys plus eight. <laughs> well, if I didn't know that free bet was happening, I wouldn't have done it. Oh, the free three hundred on there? Yeah, that's what I did for that one. I so, don't know. I'm waiting on that because you can bet a money line with that if you want to. Wait, well, speaking of Pride Vodka, uh, look, the Pride Vodka parlay of the week. Have some pride in your goddamn program. Look. <laughs> We're not going to put the Kansas over in here, but we are going to put the Ohio State over 63.5. That was already one of the locks from me. The other one, Miami minus 9.5 in the last one. All right, all right, all right. Texas minus 6.5. Go Longhorns. I think we're in in Arkansas, if I'm not mistaken, playing the Razorbacks. So, Dave, th- those are those are my three locks from, for college football. Uh, the Pride Vodka Parlay of the week, but we talked about Friday and Saturday's games. Let's get over to the big boys. The ones who are making the big dollars, right? Sunday NFL week one starts Thursday. You got the Cowboys, uh, playing the Buccaneers. Is that, is that in the big D or is that down in South Florida? It's in Tampa. Tampa. It's in Tampa. Big dub. And if, and if you guys on this, I yes, am. I do. I'm, on, I'm actually on the Cowboys big, and I have two reasons for this. I think Micah Parsons is going to be the defensive rookie of the year. The guy's an absolute stud. And in huge upgrade over that white piece of trash from Penn State, Sean Lee, who's been, like, playing two games a year but is, like, a Dallas legend because he's a white guy and wears cowboy boots when he leaves the facility. So I think Micah Parsons is an absolute stud and a huge upgrade. I also think Zeke Elliott is way back in shape. He looks slimmer, and I think he's going to be due for a wake-up call this year. And this game reminds me of something about three years ago after the New England Patriots won the Super Bowl. The Chiefs played them. They were eight-and-a-half-point dogs. This was Alex Smith last year before Mahomes took over. The Chiefs were eight-and-a-half-point dogs, and they won outright at New England um, on their Super Bowl ceremony night. I think Tampa's going to be a little too complacent to start the year, and I think the Cowboys are hungry after their disastrous um, season last year. And I think Dak and um, Elliott and Lamb – um, and Cooper are just too much for the Bucks down there, and I think they win. 
Give me the Cowboys plus eight and a half. I like them. I'm already on them big. That's another lock. Hold up, hold up, hold up. We them boys. I, I will fucking end this goddamn podcast. <laughs> you hate that song. I'm going over. I'm going over on this game. I think there's going to be points left and right. Overs, uh, uh, what is it at here? 51 and a half? Am I on that? It's been as high as 53 and a half and as low as 51. All right. Well, I'm looking at 51 and a half. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and put that one in. I'm not locking it. I'm not locking any NFL games. I've, I've, I've learned from my mistakes. I mean, I'm still going to put a little action, but they're my first play come Thursday night. Dave, you touching this one or no? Well, the DraftKings has the free bet out in Illinois. Uh, Buccaneers plus 73. So I think I'm just going to, I think I'm just going to enjoy the game, not get too drunk, just enjoy it and uh, collect my money and save it for the rest of the weekend. Who else do you like? So I've got a couple of picks written down. Um, I don't know why, but I keep leaning towards the Titans and the Colts. Titans are minus three. I've got the Colts plus two and a half. I like home dogs this week because I think we saw in the college last week, it was a little bit more exciting to have the fans back, but at the same time, you haven't, uh, these aren't, these aren't college kids. They're pros. So I don't think their energy is going to be quite the same or anyone's going to be quite as nervous. Um, the only other thing that I wanted to talk about for the NFL is the bears play the Rams Sunday night. And I don't know how I'm not going to end up betting the Rams because I, I hate the bears so much. And it's an easy game to root against the bears because we want to see uh, fields. <laughs> we want to see fields sooner rather than later. So the, the two that I brought up uh, again were I've got right now. I see it at, let me find it. Titans minus three at home against the Cardinals. I don't think the Cardinals are going to be as good as people think they will. And then the Colts are getting two and a half at home against the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks or the Colts are going to outperform expectations this year. I think Carson Wentz is going to play. And uh, I think you're going to look back at this line in a couple of weeks and be surprised that the Colts are ever a dog at home. You know what Carson Wentz and Mike Merrick have in common? What's that? They're both not vaccinated. Unreal. <laughs> oh, I thought they had the same number of touchdowns at Andrew High School. I thought you were going to say that. Too. You know what? That's true, too. Carson, they, I think this is a big season for Carson Wentz. He needs it. I love that Colts defense. Their offensive line ain't what it used to be, but if Quentin Nelson wants her healthy, I think that's good value, too. I'm surprised um, at that line, too, Dave. The only um, other the only other one that I had on my list here was uh, Vikings minus three, and that's purely uh, – Joe Burrow, I don't know what he's going to be coming back first game back. Yeah. They're playing the Bengals at noon. So sure. um, my other lock I really like, and if the Cowboys hit, I'll probably double down on this, is I love the Panthers minus four and a half or minus five. This is Matt Rule's second year. And if you remember his second year, he took over Baylor. Um, they almost beat Oklahoma and made the college football playoff. I and I think that. there's going to be a huge leap um, with this Panthers team as well. Again, Rule's one of the best coaches in the country. I don't care if it's college or NFL. And I think Sam Darnold is going to want to kick the shit out of the New York Jets how that, how, because of the way he was treated and handled um, during his tenure there. And on top of that, Zach Wilson's playing his first game on the road. He's looked very, very mediocre in training camp in preseason. I just don't think he's going to be hand, handle Carolina really well. He's a one-hit wonder in college, just like Mitch Trubisky. You go all in on the Panthers after that Cowboys play hit. So that's my fifth lock, and I'm done. I'm maxed out on locks. I have to go back to Ace Hardware for next week. I'll make I'll make those three part of my locks too for the NFL. So I'll have three of each. I'll oh, do uh, I'll do Colts plus two and a half, Titans minus three, and Vikings minus three. Okay. 
Well, twist my arm and slap me silly. I guess I got to get in on the action too. Finish off the, my locks of the week. Packers minus four and a half. I think that offense Aaron Rodgers picks up exactly where they left off last year. Uh, and then another uh, another favorite, shocker, uh, Ravens minus four and a half. Um, that's, I, I believe, is that the Sunday night or the Monday night? That's game? the Monday night Monday game. Night. Monday yeah, night game. So you're getting, you're getting, uh, with me, uh, again, Packers minus four and a half Ravens minus four and a half on Sunday. I like the bucks over on Thursday. You know, don't put a gun to my head, uh, on that one. But look, if, if you're feeling, feeling frisky, throw a couple of chickens on that one come Thursday. But yeah, um, let's get off the gambling part of this really quick. What do we think about um, that Baltimore Raiders game being the lone Monday night? Do we wish we had a double header or do we kind of like it as a standalone game? I always thought it was fun to have the two Monday night games. So did I. I, I, yeah, I, likewise. Steve you don't, especially especially to take away like a noon game, you don't really miss it as much because you're just not used to having that much football going on watching red zone. Like you could have seven games at that time. And I'd be like, you wouldn't notice a difference. No, I will say though. I think the reason it's going to be a standalone is because that stadium is going to be absolutely insane with Baltimore fans and some hardcore Raiders fans. And I've been to Vegas since that stadium has been finished. And it's like a freaking Titanic UFO spaceship. It's absolutely huge. It will be buzzing. I think it'll be a really cool atmosphere. And it's just funny how Al Davis, how um Al Davis's kid wanted to move to LA, and basically they colluded against him, and he's in Vegas right now, and they run that whole entire city. It worked out for them in the long run, so he's got a good laugh out of that. It'll be interesting too if that Rams game sold out in LA and those Chargers games too in that stadium. Yeah, Merrick, I got one more lock that I forgot to mention. Uh, I will take my fantasy football team with the five points that ESPN's giving me <laughs> against your fantasy team in Week One. You want some side action on that? I, get, I should get the longest odds too because they picked me to come in last. So I got to be what fifteen to one to win the whole thing. Let's bet it. No, that's not how it works. Fifteen to one is way too much. I'll give you seven or eight. Seven or eight? There's twelve teams. I know, but like we're all going to be around that same thing. This isn't like a professional sports league where you know someone who's really good and someone who's really bad. Yeah, I, I, I know my, I know myself, and I know Merrick. Does that count? Merrick, I, I, I got to be three to one. No. I would take I would take the no on that every which way. Yeah, it was my no minus five hundred. Uh, let me let me take out the rest of my money and my savings in four hundred three B and put it all on there. Jokes uh, on you! I don't even have a savings. <laughs> <laughs> Just wait after this DraftKings bet. But heads, Dave. I did, I want to. I'm gonna hold on to like. Well, paydays next week, and we got to see what we do this week. And I'm gonna hold on and wait to make that bet with the like the. You need the, to read the fine print. I think it expires in seven days after you opt in. It does. So like that's the thing. Well, the, the good news is though, if you just have to bet it and it has to settle. So if you bet something like dash one ninety five, you are gonna get the bonus bet too. So you could really turn it into something big. Um, I mean, I'm halfway to Vegas already thinking about it, but I'm also probably gonna lose the first one and then just be sweating my balls off trying to pick something for the next week with the free play. Merrick, when is Texas going to get legalized gambling so you can join in on these conversations? Never. They're going to be the last ones, knowing them. It's okay. Well, they just they just uh, criminalized abortion. So what you need to do is find someone that's going to get an abortion and then turn them in, maybe get the ten grand, and then you can use that to bet on. <laughs> it's not a bad move. You don't have to get vaccinated. You're getting you're turn getting people getting money for turning people in for not having babies. It's oh man, just what a state that is. No income tax. No yeah, state, honestly, no state man, income tax. 
Yeah, so much for hating trial lawyers, but I guess it's okay with Planned Parenthood. Oh Jesus! All right, let's let's go over the weather, man. Uh, by by the way, I'll give us will give us a. Oh my God! Can we, wait a minute. We we gotta talk about this. How about Chip about. Kelly or uh, Brian Kelly after the game? No, I honestly think all the, the people is, to say that though. He the can't joke is fine, joke. but Brian Kelly has a body count on him, so he can't say that. That's joke. what I mean. Did you, see, did you see the tweet like, that I sent you where it's like where yeah. it's like uh, when all of the Notre Dame players see that there's a bunch of cherry pickers and scissor lifts waiting for them at the at practice on Monday and it was like the guy sweating. <laughs> yeah, like th- that's the thing that's ridiculous. Like Brian, Kelly I saw, I saw you tweeted somebody too about like he gets a free pass even though that kid's dead. Like it's brutal. yeah. I did. I heard. Like Sullivan. We are. We are. We are. Never forget him. Like in all seriousness, it's brutal. It's ridiculous that Brian Kelly gets a free pass. No, it's insane. Like, like obviously, we make a joke of it. We make a joke as in how sane it is. Brian Kelly got a free pass because he took Notre Dame to the national title game and wasn't held liable for making this kid go yeah. up on a fucking cherry pick when it was sixty mile an hour winds and this kid tweeted that it was literally going to be his last day on earth and it literally was because he was scared to go up there. But Brian Kelly wanted fucking football practice recorded. So we anyways. All, we all cope in different ways. Yeah. Is it is it windy there this weekend or what? Oh, we'll check it out. We're on Notre Dame this weekend, so we'll see what the weather is like. So Saturday, boys, it's going to feel like July. 86 degrees, couple clouds. Wind is going to be 20 miles an hour, but 0% chance of precipitation. So, hey, that Notre Dame kicker might be able to make one from 63. That OT one looked pretty good from 50. Mercy. Before we go here, let me give you guys a rundown of the locks just so we're, we're clear here. Uh, lock record will go Blaze first. Blaze is 1-1 one one currently on his locks. His college locks this week are Notre Dame minus 17, Illini plus 10. He wants a half unit on the money line there too. Wisconsin minus 26. He loves the Cowboys plus 8.5 and, and the Panthers minus 4.5. So he's got 5.5 locks. Merrick, you are 2-3. and three. You like Texas minus six and a half. You like the over 63 and a half in Ohio State, Oregon. And you like Miami minus nine and a half. In the NFL, you like the Packers minus four and a half and the Ravens minus four and a half. They don't call them public picks for nothing. Not Dave, for Dave, nothing. Is, Dave is four and one NBD KBD. He's two games up on his nearest competitor. I've got six locks this week. I'm going New Mexico, New Mexico State under 54 and a half. Wyoming minus seven. Iowa State and an absolute no doubt blowout winner minus four and a half. You dork. Uh, the Vikings minus three, the Titans minus three, and the Colts plus two and a half. And if we get drunk enough and we're doing well enough, we may put the whole shebang on the Rams on Sunday night. Shaboom shebang on the Rams. Speaking of what twenty twenty one Rams. Look, let's let's sign That's off. Ten with years this. ago, let's sign off with this really quick. I want both of your opinions. Chicago Bears win total over under seven and a half wins. Dave, over under. Um, I'll say they go over. You gotta hope against hope. So you're saying eight and nine. You're saying eight and nine. No, I'm Never. saying I'm saying I'm saying ten and seven in a playoff spot. Jesus Christ. Love it. I'm saying no, I'm saying Justin Fields comes in game two. I'm thinking the Bears get blown out. Justin Fields comes in game two and he looks every bit the part. And if he doesn't get killed, obviously early on, but it's a, so it's a big if. But no, I believe in Justin Fields. You have no choice. I said this before when you brought it up. Yeah, I have no choice but to believe he's the savior. Because if I don't believe he's the savior, then what's the point? Without hope, life is meaningless. That's true. Boys, to you, over under seven and a half wins. 
give me the under. It's not because I'm anti. I'm anti Fields, anti Nagy, anti Pace, but they have an absolutely horrible schedule this year. They don't really get any breaks, so um, I'll take the under on that. Just not out of spite. Just looking at their schedule, it's fucking murderers row. Uh, I, I I'm on I'm with Davey here. Uh, we're gonna take the over on the seven and a half wins. But listeners, thanks for tuning in. Uh, look. Going to bounce back from week one. We're going to have a solid week two in college football. Looking forward to uh, week one of the NFL as well. So we will catch everybody next week. Go Bears. Go Hawks. Peace. I hello. So, soak it in. We made it.